Do you have less than 10 minutes to learn something new? The Latin Learner Podcast offers helpful information from experts in the school community on a wide variety of topics, ranging from social-emotional health to DEI efforts to learning strategies. The clock starts now, so let's get started. So it is our goal to increase the number of faculty and staff of color. So creating that culture for accountability for racist and discriminatory behavior. So around embedding DEI work into our culture by committing resources to programming and education for all constituencies. Hi, my name is Eleanor Majid. I am Latin's Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion to explain to you our institutional goals for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, I just would like to add quickly that as you start to see the goals and we work through them, they, um, based on all of the feedback that we received, uh, in addition to our uh, climate assessment data from our consultant, Dr. Derek Gay, that was, um, the survey was taken in the spring of 2020, um, we took all that data and we were able to, to put the goals in five different categories. So there's the rep category of representation, accountability, professional development, education, inclusion, and curriculum. And so when we start to go through the goals, you'll be able to see um, how we came up with some of these um, action steps based on these buckets. So the first goal is um, in the representation bucket, which is around hiring and retaining more faculty and staff of color. Um, and one more note, as we go through these goals, you will see things that you will think like, oh, well, I thought they were already doing that, or how could they not have been doing that already, right? And I just want you to know that this is something that these are goals that are, there are some ongoing goals that we've always been working on and that we recognize from all the information that we've been given that we need to spend more time um, really focusing in on these goals because we do need to do better in these areas, right? So you're going to see some things um, that you may be surprised to see or that you may have questions about. Um, and again, we, we are open to feedback if you have it. Um, so when I think about the hiring or retaining more faculty and staff of color piece, you know, we do need to do a better job of hiring and also retaining our faculty and staff of color. We're at about 22% faculty and staff of color, and we have about 39% students of color throughout the school. Um, and so it is our goal to increase the number of faculty and staff of color. Uh, one of the ways that we can do that is, about, is by conducting implicit bias training for everyone who is involved in our hiring process. And so uh, having everyone have the same goals around hiring, the same understandings around hiring, and why we hire the way that we do, and what kinds of things we need to question about our processes. Um, we, we are gonna work with department chairs, staff directors, senior administrators, et cetera, to work on implicit bias training. We also want to review the places where we actually receive um, our resumes and our potential leads for teachers and staff, um, because sometimes those talent acquis uh, acquisition sources don't always have uh, the representation that we're looking for around faculty and staff of color. And based on the climate assessment data, you'll see here that there are um, there was a need for um, 
um, there's an express need for more Asian teachers in the lower school. And then in the climate assessment, again, more express needs for Black and Latino teachers in the middle and upper school. And then we also want to continue to evaluate and create our current and then create additional internal support structures to retain faculty and staff of color. So not only is hiring important, but retention is important as well. And our current faculty and staff of color um, are going to be essential in that process. Accountability. Um, this is one that I mentioned earlier about the students who are part of defending accountability. This is the place where so many of their goals came from, um, of their demands came from around accountability, right? So creating that culture for accountability for racist and discriminatory behavior. So we have done that in many ways. We've actually kind of started some of that process already uh, with the implementation of the bias incident reporting in the middle and the upper school. Um, and we have found, and we have started to have conversations around introducing restorative justice practices feels like the right collaboration between the incidents of bias uh, reporting and the restorative justice practices that feels like a good way to bring that educational piece into our community. And so we are making efforts in those ways as well. Um, and then making sure that there is educational pieces for faculty and staff, as well as students, um, and really everyone around the school, because we also recognize that this is not just accountability for our faculty and staff and our students, but it's accountability for everyone in our community. If we're gonna create an inclusive space, we have to be better about holding each other and our community members accountable. And then also making transparent the policies and practices related to that. So everyone has an understanding of what they should and should not be doing and how we as a school will handle that. If we look at inclusion, here's one that is probably the hardest to measure and the goal that will take um, it's more creativity and more time and more effort really um, around creating the strategy for improving feelings for inclusivity for Black and Latino uh, Latinx students. Um, this came directly from our climate assessment data. Um, Dr. Derek Gay has already spoken to our faculty and staff, our senior admin team and our board and a part of our parent association and will speak to the rest of the community um, in December to share the climate assessment results. But in the climate assessment, it was very clear that our, that our Black and Latino students were having a very different experience from any of the rest of their peers. Um, and so it's tough to measure inclusion, but we are working with the ways around, and you can see the action steps here, evaluating feedback mechanisms, audit current support structures, and then evaluate the programs and initiatives through those lenses of protecting and incorporating the perspectives of these underrepresented identities. Um, so this is one that again, it doesn't stop any work that we're doing in any other way, but it does say this is something that we really need to focus on because this is very important right now in our community. Professional development and education, um, you will see, you've seen throughout the action steps, there seems to be some kind of professional development, some kind of education in each of our different goals. But it's really important for us to have that as its own bucket to make sure that we are focusing and giving it the attention it needs. So around embedding DEI work into our culture by committing resources to programming and education for all constituencies. And so we have already been doing this for a number of years but also ramping up in ways and really tailoring it to what we need right now. 
Um, and so parents that work with parent association, board of trustees, alumni board is something that we are uh, going to continue to implement and where it's not there, actually implement it um, and then continue to provide those, the training um, for our larger parent guardian community and then the, and the intentional onboarding for new employees, uh, parents and guardians and students upon their arrival to Latin. And then we have already started to incorporate DI professional development for faculty and staff and admin um, that is embedded into their, their day, like their school day, their work day. Um, and we can hope to continue to make that something that is um, ongoing. And the last one is curriculum. And that's around examining and adjusting curriculum to better reflect, represent, include underrepresented perspectives school-wide across all disciplines. This also was um, a very big theme within the demanding accountability demands. Um, they really, you know, in the classroom, do students feel a connection uh, to what they are learning? Are their identities represented in our curriculum? And what do we need to do better um, in order to make sure that happens? And so we, um, adopted teaching tolerances, social justice standards in 2017, um, but we want to continue to work with our faculty to make sure that is incorporated in a way that is felt by all students and also that all teachers are able to teach um, in their classrooms. And then we want to look at um, our, do a scope and sequence of our diversity, equity, and inclusion work throughout the curriculum and find out where we need to do more in that way and maybe you know where we need to give more professional development education to our teachers thank you for joining us for this episode of the latin learner podcast check out other episodes on our website at latinschool.org podcast <laughs>